Right, thanks for tuning in, everybody, for another podcast. We're carrying on in this this book, The Pilgrim's Progress, that we've been working through. Uh, I'm here with Pete and Rory. Hello. Hello. My name's you might Tom. hear children in the yeah. background. It might be worth saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're, we're recording from the hub, and uh, there's, lots, there's lots going on around us. There's a, a Monday TOTS group going on, so if you hear any uh, noises, that's what that is. Um, but we are, as I say, we're doing the Pilgrim's Progress, and thanks for tuning in. And uh, we, are, we, we looked last time uh, with Christian and Hopeful. We were on the road. And we, we saw two main scenes. They, they were tempted to go up to this, this mine or to this hill called Filthy Lucre, uh, which was all about uh, deceitful money and deceitful riches in this age and how a temptation or a pull towards them can lead us away from the road. And then there was the warning about Lot's wife who looked back longingly at the treasures of this world and was left as a pillar of salt. And she stands there uh, as a kind of warning across the ages about not to be double-minded. Um, and so we've moved on now, and we're, we're, we've come through a period of, of sort of relative ease and comfort that, that, that they had together, and now they're about to face the next trial. So uh, how, how does, uh, where does this scene begin then? Uh, well, they're, they're walking by a river, and they've been blessed, haven't they? Yeah. And their feet are is comfortable, and the Lord's given them, you know, healing for their feet, and that sort of that sort of stuff, and it, it's it's a beautiful time, isn't it, of fellowship and comfort. But then, as they're walking along, the uh, the ground gets a little bit tougher, and their feet are, are feeling a bit sore, um, and so they're now sort of thinking about the discomfort that they're going through, and then they come across this uh, this uh, style, and there's another path. That runs alongside, but it it's it's a sort of comfortable path. It's called Bypath Meadow. So there's sort of it's smoother and there's grass, I guess, and it's cooling on the feet and uh, it's it's not so gritty and not so painful. So it's it's a it's a it's a very and it runs alongside. You know, like you get when you go on the country walk, you see the style. It it feels like it's going in the same direction. Christian looks and sees it's going in the uh, same direction. So it's very tempting mm. to think about going over the style. And Christian is very much tempted in that. Mm. That's right. And it begins in the heart, doesn't it? So it's interesting how uh, Bunyan says, wherefore still as they went on, they wished for a better way. Mm. Uh, so already in their hearts, they're thinking, oh, I wish this was easier. I wish we could avoid some of this hardship. And so the departure from the way has already begun, hasn't it? Because yeah. they're beginning to wish for it in their hearts. Yeah. And so when they see it, um, it's it's much harder to resist because the pull is basically there. Um, and so Hopeful puts up a little bit of resistance and, and, and is wondering whether they should be doing that because it might lead them wrong but christian says look that's very unlikely because as you say they run alongside so hopeful is persuaded and then they go over the stile onto this new bypath this new road and then they espy a man uh, <laughs> called vain confidence um rory what's he what's he all about vain confidence well clues in the name uh sort of empty confidence uh, empty promise really isn't it and so they ask they ask vain confidence uh what, what, where does Bypath, Bypath Meadow uh, lead to? And he obviously says to the celestial gate confidently. Um, and so they, and, and that, that for Christian is a cellar. That's, that's mm. it. 
we can go, follow Vain Confidence, and we'll still uh, be able to get to the Celestial City because, you know, Vain Confidence has just told us that that, that is the way it goes. Uh, but it's Vain Confidence. Although, it's interesting, I don't think they ask his name, do they? No. Uh, which I think is the first bit of advice, isn't it? Before you take advice, you want to find out who you're taking advice from. And so they don't ask his name. If they ask his name, I think they might say, hold it. Uh, should we be confident in what he's saying? Because his name is Vain Confident. Yeah. So, so I think that is right, isn't it? You, you don't just go to anyone. And I think that, you know, a lot of people do this, don't they? They they go to the person that they, they want to confirm yes. uh, them in their way, don't they? That's often what people do. They seek out counsel yeah. to say... Yeah, no, go on, keep yeah. going. It's the itching yeah. is. Well, yeah, yeah, a council to to confirm the other way that that's not the hard way. No, so no, they, that's right. They're yeah. going the hard way, which they've been told to do. They stick to the king's path. Yeah. Oh no, we, I need someone to tell me and affirm me in my wrong thinking. In my wrong thinking, and that happens all the time in churches, doesn't it? People are always seeking out. Uh, vain confidence, really. Mm. Uh, or the, no, you'll be all right. No, that's fine. You know, uh, yeah, just listen to me, mm. that, you know, or go the easy route. Mm. You don't want to go that route. Yeah. It's too hard. And, what, you know, people are they're a bit fundamentalist or they're, they're, you know, that sort of stuff. It's yeah. very, very easy to go the easy route, isn't it? That's right, yeah. And so vain confidence is here. And he, I think he has one of the shortest careers in the whole book. <laughs> he appears and then he's straight down a pit. Yeah. So there's, yeah. a, there's a deep pit which the prince of the grounds has dug in order to catch people like him. Um, and so here he is so confident and, and yet he's confident in all the wrong things and he falls down this hole and is dashed into pieces. Um, now Christian and his fellow heard him fall <laughs> and, and then they, they sort of cry out, you know, are you okay, where are you? And they can't hear any response, just a faint groaning from the bottom of the pit. Uh, and so that's a, you know, that's a big, that's a big shock for them. Uh, and then things start to get worse. So vain confidence has just fallen into this pit. Um, but then uh, the clouds come over and it begins to rain and thunder and to uh, to the the weather really turns on them basically and the water is rising up all around them and it looks like they're going to drown and be flash flooded uh, to death really and that's when they realize or that's when hopeful at least realizes uh, oh that I had kept on my way um, so this wasn't this was a mistake yeah. um, in order to cut to come here um, so that's that's that that has dawned on them now hasn't it that this was wrong well i think christian realizes i think i might have made a little mistake here and mm. i've led my friend in the wrong way and, and hopeful definitely knows he says i've only had stayed on that path uh, why did i why did i listen to christian on this one um I mean, this you know this is the first sort of time you get that there, there could be i mean there isn't in the end i know but there could be sort of tensions between them because it's all hopeful's almost saying you know i knew this was wrong yeah, uh, I just followed you because you're an older brother. Yes, um, I try uh, to I try to warn you gently. Yeah, but, but you're more mature than me. And there could have been a separation here, but there's lovely forgiveness, isn't there? And and because Christian realizes, no, I was wrong, and I, I've offended you, and I've brought you into danger, and I, I'm I'm really sorry about that. So there's lovely Christian fellowship going on here, isn't there? Even though. You know, Christian's made a mistake. Yeah. And a great perspective from Hopeful as well, because Hopeful says, like, I, I do forgive you. Yeah. And I know that this will work out for our good. Yeah. And that yeah. We, we, we've we abandoned the way, 
but actually the Lord hasn't abandoned us. Yeah. And he works all things for our good. That's why he's called hopeful, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, so good. Yeah, yeah. So, so they try then together to make to go back, don't they? And uh, Christian, Christian says, I think perhaps in order to sort of atone for his his error, says, why don't you let me go first, yes. and I'll lead us back to the path. Yeah. And hopeful sort of says, you know, <laughs> I don't know whether you're in the right frame of mind to be leading us at the moment. Um, yeah. Perhaps you should let me go up the front because I've got a slightly clearer head at this time than you. In other words, if you've proven you can't read a map, you're not going to lead the expedition anymore. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to lead it for a while. Um, and so that's a really wise thing, isn't it, that Hopeful yeah. does? He's totally forgiven him, and they know that this kind of thing will happen on the way, but he says, look, I just, I think, for now, let me lead, because yeah. I've got my head together a bit on this, you know, um, which which is really good, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just lovely Christian fellowship yes. there, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, so so what happens then? So they they oh yes, they so they're trying to they're trying to go back. But Pouring, they it's the dark. Waters, they're yeah. tired. They go under some. They find a little bit of shelter to try and get some sleep, uh, and then in the morning perhaps start going back to the stile where they can get back to the way. Um, and and there's lightning, and then uh, the day breaks, uh, and there's this this. Um, they realise they're in the land of the castle, don't they? Doubting well, castle. Well, they wake up to to face, and, and there's a bloke called Giant Despair. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what they're woken up by. They're confronted with Giant Despair. When oh, they, they wake, wake up. up yeah. 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 So he's marching around on his property, isn't he? He's going up and down his fields, and he sees them, <laughs> and uh, sees them asleep. And then, with a with a with a grim voice, he bids them awake. <laughs> And he asks them the question, which we've seen just so many times in this story, uh, who they are and what they're doing on their grounds and, and sort of where they've come from, really. So um, Bunyan is always seemingly wanting these characters to tell their story and to see where they fit in to to uh, to, to who they are and what they're doing and, and so on. Um, and then and then he accuses them or he says, look, you have this night trespassed on me by trampling in and lying on my grounds and therefore you must go along with me. Uh, and so this is pretty desperate because they've got this great hulking beast over them uh, who has accused Cudgel. them rightly of trespassing yeah. and has now wrapped his giant ogre fingers around them and he's, he's taken them off to Doubting Castle. Um, so that that's that's what happens, isn't it? And it um, throws them in this dungeon, and and they're there from Wednesday morning till Saturday night without one bit of bread or drop of drink or light. Um, so this is this is despair, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you can hardly get more despairing than that. Uh, and it's a picture, isn't it, of depression and uh, brokenness and uh, no hope and. They're off the way. They're off the, the 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 path, and yeah. Christian Christian there particularly feels this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he, in that state, in the darkness, that's where he feels his sorrow more and more. So it says his sorrows multiplied, and particularly so because it was his advice that had taken him down this this route. Yeah. And so he probably feels his sin more than than anyone else. Yeah. Than, than, than hopeful, and so I think he, uh, out of them both, is is feeling that mental. Uh, anguish uh. And, it, and it's interesting isn't it because there isn't here um there isn't really repentance here yet is there there's there's and there's certainly no prayer 
and there's 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 not sort of looking to God in this situation. They're just feeling, and that's what people feel like, isn't it? That there there is no light. They don't. There is no um, truth coming into them. It's just as if truth is sucked away, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, so they get they get taken into this this dungeon, and uh, then we're told about Giant Despair's wife, who's called Diffidence, uh, which means shy or retiring, um, or, or not very forthcoming or confident, perhaps. Um, and she really is the mastermind of the operation from now on. So she never really confronts the pilgrims, um, but she has lots of sort of bedtime pillow talk with <laughs> Giant Despair and tells him what he ought to be doing with these new prisoners that he's got hold of. And uh, her first bit of advice is, uh, well, she asks him, where have these ones come from? Uh, and then they have a little conversation. And then she recommends that in the morning, Giant Despair go down to the cells and to beat them mercilessly yeah. uh, with his uh, with his grievous crabtree cudgel. <laughs> I think a crabtree. I think I think crabtrees are all very sort of gnarled and okay. and twisted. So the cudgel is like a twisted. It's got, you know, it's going to have a lump on the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what he does. He goes and beats them and then leaves them just to uh, wallow in their misery, basically. Uh, and so uh, the, 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 the despair and the depression they've already fallen into uh, is now just being... There's no relief. I think that's the idea, isn't it? They're, they're being beaten and their wounds are increasing and the darkness is growing. And it's a kind of a picture of, uh, of hopelessness, isn't it? Um, uh, and so that's that's their first day, and then the next night, uh, diffidence is talking with giant despair again. And what's the uh, what's the next bit of counsel uh, that she gives there, or what's what's the next stage? Well, she she tells um, giant despair to to recommend that Christian and hopeful take their lives rather than than uh, keep up being beaten uh, mercilessly. Um, and so that's what he does. He says, "Look, you can you can pick your way out uh, next day. Look, you can do knife, noose, poison, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, but surely it's better to take your own lives than to keep on feeling this depression." And it's uh, and it's at this point that we learn that Giant Despair has has a sort of um, an issue. He falls into fits, particularly on in sunny weather, which is quite interesting, isn't it? So where there's light and warmth and truth, uh, it puts him into a fit. So we now suddenly see there's a sort of fault here um, that might help them. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So Giant Despair gives them this advice from Diffidence, and uh, then they they have a conversation about what to do, really. And it's a you know this is a this is a dark moment, isn't mm. it? And. Um, you know, when they've gone off the road in the past, uh, you know, sometimes there's, you know, there's there's lots of, you know, difficulties they run into or, you know, they fall asleep or get punished or something. But th this is the dark night of the soul, isn't it? Um, and they've, they've left the road and they've walked away from the hopeful promises of God. They've cut themselves off from God, really. Yeah. And that they're not praying and they're... They're, 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 all this sort of um, conversation is pretty godless at this stage and they're now wondering what to do because on the one hand um, if, if this is what life is now going to be like for them just just day after day of no food, no drink, being beaten 
uh, well then, it, would it be better just to make an end of our lives, you know, and, and just to finish it now? Um, so this I mean, is they, a they, desperate they, state that they're yeah, in I mean, yeah, for them they, to they, even be considering this uh, is, is a big well, thing. I think particularly it? Christians considering it. Yeah. I think that's why... Well, right, that's what yeah. I was just going to say. In the in the sort of the original, the old sort of language, they're quoting Job. Yes. Uh, so so they're sort of quoting the Bible, if you like, but without light. And it, and it says, "My soul chooseth chooseth strangling rather than life, and the grave is more easy for me than this dungeon." Yeah. So he's really at the pits, isn't he? He's really at the bottom. Yeah. So so he's saying to hopeful, "Should we should we do as the giants told us to do?" And I think that's why. Hopeful is such a great companion in this. I know they're both in giant despair, but Hopeful seems to have a more like a, 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 the vision that God's still there for him. And so he says, "Now hold on. I know this. I know this is a really dark place for us, but let's just remember uh, the Lord of the country to which we are going. And he he has told us not to to um, to you know in, in many senses it's wrong to take life. Yes, and so." Um, and that's that's our own lives as well. So we can't listen to the giant, giant despair. We must we must listen to the Lord yeah. of the land. Yeah. In one sense, there's there's no relief, um, but he does he quotes the commandment: "You yeah. shouldn't kill, and therefore you shouldn't take your own life." Yes. And that's uh, again that there is light in that mm. because that's the fundamental principle uh, that 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 God has laid down. So hopeful, sort of uh, on the. I don't know, you know, right down to the foundation, isn't it? Uh, There's not much life, but I know that there's a command and we have to follow God's command however we feel and we shouldn't kill ourselves. Yes. And it's something that we, you know, I think we're rightly sensitive about in this age, but it's just worth us going through the counsel that Hopeful offers there because I think he says, as you say, we mustn't listen to giant despair remember the lord of the country that's what he says isn't it and that's such a good bit of advice remember the lord of the country and then he quotes that sixth commandment doesn't he you know you shall not kill and then he talks about the judgment the judgment that will come upon murderers and that they will face an eternal judgment and we've got to see things properly um now it's worth saying at this time and certainly i think still today in the catholic in the catholic church um to end your own life and to commit suicide is considered to be a, a mortal isn't it a, a mortal yeah, sin an unforgivable an sin an unforgivable yeah. sin um because now, the last act you've done is murder is that's right and you haven't been able to repent yeah yeah, yeah, that's right. And and we know from the Bible that that just doesn't stand up to scriptural teaching. So the only unforgivable sin is the, the is is to the reject the Christ who can atone for all of your sins. So if you die not trusting Jesus as your savior, that is the unforgivable sin. It's unbelief yeah. in the Lord. And so even in this sort of event, if somebody is so broken and in such despair that they do take their own lives, well, we want to say that that is a dreadful sin and, and, and that the effect of that on those that they love um, is going to be felt in a far-reaching way. And yet if that person was the Lord's, we know that even in that last act, they wake up to be embraced by the Saviour yeah. who's forgiven even that sin. And so we don't... We don't go and well, it's just wrong. What it's, the well, it's very, it's very hard, that. isn't it, but, when you hear of a young person that's committed yeah. suicide? We all want to console people and say, "Oh, he was depressed and he was, you know, he was taken over by giant despair and so forth," and how sad it was and all of that. But I do think sometimes 
uh, at those funerals. I know it's difficult. It's a very difficult thing because you want to sort of console people. But I think it, we should really say, but this is a wrong act. Uh, and that's what you're saying. He's saying here, isn't it? This is wrong. Uh, you don't kill yourself. You don't do that. It's not the right thing to do be- because you're going to devastate your family. Yes. Yeah. Um, and interestingly, that the, the reason that's important is not only because it's true, but that is actually part of how you save people yes. from it. Yes. Um, so, you know, it's interesting, isn't it? Because we might think that the only way to really help people who are this desperate it is just to bring the words of sort of comfort, which it is. But this, he seems to think, is a word of comfort yeah. because it's reminding you of what's true and what's serious and what God has said. And it actually says, with these words, hope for at present did moderate the mind of his brother. Yeah. So he kind of brings Brilliant. a bit of stability and moderates him a bit. Oh, yeah, no, that, that is it's right. Be- it's it's that sort of like the foundation, isn't it? You yeah. can build on that. Yeah. So, so but you're not going to listen to all the other stuff, but let's go to this law at least. Yes. And that, that's quite a so good counsel, yeah. isn't it? And, cause yeah. he's, and he's saying, look, I know you can't see it, but God is sovereign. Yeah. The Lord is sovereign over this. And, like, we, you know, now he's sovereign. Let's look for a, an opportunity to escape this. And, and then I think he does keep using scripture because he, said, he says, let us be patient and continue to endure. So he, know, he knows that the Christian life is a, is a call to do those things. I must be patient and I must endure and I then will look to escape this, this situation and then continue on, my, on, on the road to the celestial gate. That's right. And so, giant, uh, so uh, giant, uh, there's that discussion going on, and giant despair yes. goes back to his wife, and there's more like go and smack them in a bit more and show them dead bodies, isn't it? Is, mm. it, is it that one? That's not. Um, that comes a bit later on, does yeah, it? Yeah, because what happens is basically the giant goes back the next day to see whether they've taken his counsel, and so he's hoping that he'll enter their cell and just find two dead bodies, basically. Um, but he's furious, uh, very agitated, uh, because they haven't listened to him and they're still alive um and at this we're told christian and hopeful tremble greatly because they're in the presence of of him and his anger and then christian falls into a swoon which is a type of faint really and and comes to himself and then revisits the idea of taking his own life and thinks well maybe maybe we should i mean (laughs) you know but that's that's so helpful isn't it because these things are cyclical aren't they and you yeah you go right down and you remember a promise and then you're up and then you're down again and then you know and then and then hopeful comes in again uh with a second bit of counsel which is really encouraging yes, him absolutely. and it takes him out of the small slice of time that he's in at the moment yes and gets yes. him to remember his journey and what the lord has helped him with and he says look will you be defeated now yeah. when yep. you could even take on apollyon himself yes. the devil of and hell you went through the valley um, of the shadow of death and yeah. uh, you went through vanity fair and you'll see your brother die there it's really good isn't it as yeah. you say he's 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 saying let's let's go let's it, it's like let's remember when we were walking in the light let's remember what it was like and it was tough it was hard stuff but we by the grace of god came through so it's a terrific it bit of really advice good. he goes 
down to this foundational rule, don't kill yourself, now he's saying, look, in our experience, yeah. in your experience, you know, it's fantastic, isn't it? Yeah, really, really good. Yeah, and I think it's it's just worth bearing that in mind, isn't it? Whenever we're trying to help people who are feeling this despair or depression, is to remind them of all that the Lord has done for them and how useful they've been. In yes, their lives but even to hopeful, because and, hopeful yeah. says, I'm a weaker man than you, yeah. you know, by... By constitution, I, I, I'm weaker than you in, in many ways. And I followed you and I admire you. And, yes. you know, it's that sort of uh, stuff that's going on. It really is good fellowship here. Mm. Yeah. And so, so that, that, I mean, that's giant despair disappointed uh, yet okay. again. Yeah. And so he goes back to his wife. In and, bed uh, with his in, wife. In bed with his wife, yeah. And <laughs> Pillow she's, talk. she's saying, look, what's going on with these? Uh, and he says, they are sturdy rogues. They choose rather to bear all hardship than to make away with themselves. And then she says, right, okay, we need to change our tactics then. And she says, why don't you take them out to the graveyard and show them all the skulls and the bones <laughs> of the pilgrims that have been in a similar place and you have destroyed. Um, so take them on a tour of the graveyard, basically, and, and then that will really extinguish the last little flicker of hope in their lives. That, that <laughs> will really do the job. And so when the morning comes, the giant says, it's a great idea, he's very agreeable to his wife, you know, so he's wise in that regard, isn't he? Um, <laughs> listens to her, and then he goes again and he takes them out and he shows them, as his wife had bidden them, uh, all, of these, all of these pilgrims who have, who have died. Um, and then what, what, what happens after that? What's the what's well, it goes back, response? It goes or? back to bed first, actually. It always is, you know, got to go to bed with Mrs. <coughs> Mrs. Diffidence. Mm. And then she says, well, maybe they've got some sort of, like, keys or, or pick uh, locks yeah, uh, yeah. That, that they may, may be able to escape with. And, and Chinese says, oh, gosh, I hadn't thought about that, actually. Yeah. I better go in. Well, when, we, when I get up in the morning, I'll, I'll make sure that they haven't, haven't got these things. Oh, yes. And she, so she says that because... The reason they're hanging on yeah. is because they might have a key. Yes. That, that, that's yeah, the thing, or, or yeah. a, you know, yeah. something to undo the locks. They yeah. must know something we don't. Yes. Otherwise, they would have killed yeah. themselves. Yeah. yeah, right. Okay. And that, but that's when we come back to hopeful and Christian. And this is, I think, an amazing and, and really important moment because on Saturday about midnight they begin to pray mm. and they continue in prayer until almost the. That's break the of first day. time, isn't it? We ha- yeah, we haven't heard them pray yet, and now they pray. Um, so, so, so in one sense, their the despair and their depression has been godless for them, but, uh, particularly Christian, I think, because they're not relying on 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 the Lord. They're not. They're, they're saying oh, we want we want to feel sorry for ourselves without without God in the picture. Mm. And now they they come into prayer and they're focusing on the Lord again and they're casting themselves on Him. Uh, what a great sort of um that's such a great thing that we've got and we forget that we have prayer <laughs> and that will help take us out of depression i think and, and remind us yeah. like we have one who who loves us and comforts us yeah. and and it's one of the songs that we sing you know quite often isn't it what a friend we have in jesus at our prayer meetings and stuff mm. and it's exactly that isn't it you know the the needless anxieties and the needless doubts and despairs that we mm. shoulder all because we will not carry everything to god in prayer yeah um, and that's that's so true, isn't it? That simple song that, uh, lot lot as you're saying, lots of the things that we carry, we do so needlessly. Yeah. Um, because if we would just turn them over to the Lord, um, then we would know relief. Yeah. Um, and so that's what they do. And then and then Christian discovers uh, 
that that he does after all have a key uh in hidden uh, on his person that will uh that will will take take them out of the uh, the dungeons and this key is called promise mm. and he says what a fool what a fool i've been yeah. that we've been lying here in this stinking dungeon when we could have been walking in liberty yeah uh, if only we had if only i'd remembered or found this key and this key of course is the promises of god isn't it so yeah. um, and there's a relationship between these two things you pray uh, and the pray and the promises, pray and the promises, mm. and that's what's going to lead you out. And so they try the promises of God in the locks, and they all spring open, and uh, wonderfully they're going to be free. But there's, they're not going to get out quite so easily, are they? <laughs> uh, what, well, what, the what, last what? door, the last door they come to, yeah, uh, the the key, you know, it's not quite turning, uh, and then they, and then it does turn, and then they open this door, and there's this creaking sound yeah. because of the the hinges. And that wakes giant despair up, um, who hastily pursues them. Um, but he gets one of his fits. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, and of course he does. Yes. Yeah. They've now seen the light. Yes, exactly. And so the light gives him paralysis. There's hope now, and it's yeah. burst into them. And so the giant despair is, is really is, done away with. Yeah. So he's really weak, the giant despair, isn't it? I think he's trying to show us that, that yeah. his weakness. His weakness is the promises of God and mm. and truth and sunlight, yes. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. And so they manage to, and there's not there's not a whole lot said about it really, but they they manage to find their way back across the lands of giant despair and back to the right way. Um, and then they decide, you know, to do something that will serve future pilgrims. Mm. Uh, they decide to put up a pillar and engrave upon the side of the pillar a sentence, which is a sentence of warning. And it says, over this style is the way to Doubting Castle, which is kept by giant despair, who despiseth the king of the celestial country and seeks to destroy his holy pilgrims. And so this is an act of kindness to all who would come after them to say, look, don't do what we did. Uh, this is where we went. This is what it cost us. And we want you to avoid the fate that we fell into, uh, which is uh, an important uh, way in which testimonies can operate in the life of a church. isn't yes. it? You know, when you hear someone's story about what went wrong and how the Lord saved them, part of the purpose of that is to say, look, don't do what I did, because if it wasn't for God's grace, uh, I could have made a wreck and an end of my life. And so please listen to this and don't do, don't do, don't fall where I fell. Um, and that's what this, this sign is, is designed to do. Um, Why do you think, sorry, it's just going back now, the, yeah. the whole thing yes. now. Why do you think he's put together a Bypath Meadow with its ease uh, leading to Doubting Castle. Why, why do you think? Why do you think he's put those two things together? Well, I mean, I think there are there are because bypass yeah. could lead to filthy lucre, couldn't it? Yeah, yeah, it could do. I mean, I suppose it's true, isn't it, in the Christian life that if you are going through a period of relative comfort and ease. Um, that that's the time when we might go off guard a bit. Um, and so you do get that in the Bible, don't you? Be careful if you think you're standing strong, lest yeah. you fall. And, um, you know, if we haven't perhaps understood or if we've forgotten that the road will be full of blessing, and to, but is, is fundamentally going to be difficult right until the end, if we've forgotten that, 
um, then as soon as the road gets rough again, we might think, hold it, what was, you know, uh, this? I've got used to this yeah. comfortable way of life, you know. Um, it reminds me, just as you, you speak there, of King David. So David seems to have gone away from the, the path to the Lord, doesn't he? Hence why he's not at war. Mm-hmm. When he's not at war and he's, cut, and he's going his own way, he sees Bathsheba, which then leads him to sin horrifically. Yeah. And then, and, in, and actually to depression in the end. That's what it? I mean. So yeah. I think I think it's what's the psalm that talks about how he's sort of groaning inwardly and his whole his whole everything's creaking with him and he feels this great despair. And what is it that takes him out of the despair? It's repentance and remembering the promises of God. So I think when we we depart and we, as you say, coast maybe, or we decide to just take our foot off the pedal and we decide to ease off living for Jesus, that's when we. Um, set ourselves up for a fall. <laughs> we we then become uh, susceptible to falling into all sorts of sin, and when you feel that sin, it doesn't all. You don't always run back to the cross that quickly. Sometimes you feel very sorry for yourself, and sometimes you feel quite depressed about what what you've done. People fall into into despair though that that, that not necessarily have sinned, no. have they? They're not 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 necessarily gone down by path no. uh giant despair does sort of come out and bash us doesn't it i don't think he's saying that doesn't happen no it's just the way he's put it isn't it but i think the things that he's trying to say to us when when people are battered by giant despair uh it, it is is prayer um and uh, the promises of god isn't it and, and it's it's basic that's simple right. things yeah. that you've got to go back yeah, yeah. to isn't it and that's right and we're 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 embodied souls aren't we so we're physical and we're spiritual and therefore both are important and so sometimes people fall into depressions um because of chemical imbalances or because of uh, other health reasons and there's no you can't say ah oh, you're depressed because of this spiritual failure no because we're much more complex than that and there can be physical reasons or events that have happened in people's lives that were outside of their control that have just thrown them into into darkness and yet the solution is never purely material physical no um so as much as things like medication uh, can help to steady and moderate to use this phrase to moderate the brain and the mind um because we're embodied souls spiritual and physical the help that we need will always be a combination probably yep. of medication and the promises of god and 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 the light of god and prayer um and so that's 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 what we've got to be careful of, I think, in our age, where we where we secularise everything. Yes. Like this is not a spiritual problem, or this is not a spiritual pro- this issue. This is purely secular, purely medical. Yeah. Well, we want to say, look, that's too simplistic. You know, um, there's there's a combination of rescues that mm. are needed here. Um, I think. Um, I mean, when they're in despair, I think your your dad Rory was mm. really helpful on this when he did a, a talk at our church when he he was in depression. Yeah. I think when you're in that darkness, it's very hard to pray, isn't it? And um, so he's a praying man, and he was a scripture-reading man, and he's been that sort of for most of his life. So he, and a pastor, and he knew those two things were important. And and I, I remember him saying that it was so dark, he, he, he found it very hard to read. So what he did was, which is, I think was really good advice, he went to a children's Bible, and uh, and just read the sort of simple truths. It's rather a lovely thing. Yeah. 
and then he just uh, could found it really hard to formulate prayers. Mm. So he just went to the Psalms, which yeah. are prayers, mm. and sort of uh, sort of read them out. And I think that's just terrific because that's what happens in the end. That will that is what yeah. will get you out of despair, isn't it? Um, but uh, sp- spiritually, but yeah. also he, um, Christian needs Christian fellowship. Of Christian fellowship, so, absolutely. So similarly with Dad. He couldn't. He found it very hard to be in a gathered people. Yes. He, so he would go into the back and, and sit with the gathered people of God because he knew that was right. Yeah, and found it yep. hard to sing, but would sit and listen to yep. the singing of God's praises, and all of those things are important. Yeah, Dad, Dad would say because he because I think twice he's had sort of mental uh, sort of depression, uh, and both times he would say it's the gospel that really takes him out of those things. Yeah, and uh, that is really important because what giant despair wants. Is is to keep you in the dark, yeah. uh, so you're not uh, eating properly yeah, yeah. Uh, and on your own, really. Yeah, I, know I mean, that, his biggest mistake was not to separate them. He should have I separated think, them, and that would have got the job done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Because Certainly Christian would have killed him. Yeah, yeah. He would have. Yeah, and and so so fellowship is absolutely important, even though you don't want it. Mm. So so that's the lie of giant despair, yeah. isn't it? Be on your own. Yeah. Um, don't eat properly. Uh, be in the dark. Um, uh, uh, don't listen to the promises of God. Don't pray, and I, I think if we're prone to this, it's it's almost worth working those things out. Simple prayer, uh, simple uh, Bible readings, and I must meet up with mm. people. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. I, I, so I know, I know. We, but that we need, we all need that. <laughs> uh, well, uh, uh, sorry, yeah, absolutely. So, like, so yeah. why do I go to church? Because if I don't, I'll die. <laughs> yes. Why yes. do I read the, the Bible? Because if I don't, I'll die. Yeah. Spiritually, if I don't pray, but it's I'll at die. those times you yeah. don't want to go. You I must have go. To go. Yeah. 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 It's it, and that's what we've got to say to each other. I don't want to go to church tonight. I'd rather watch the telly. Yeah. Go. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. Well, thanks, brothers, and I uh, hope you've uh, hope you've enjoyed tuning in uh, for this for this episode. Do as as we've said before. If 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 you're enjoying these or you'd like to ask a question about these, then please do get in touch with us. CornerstoneChurchKingston.org is our, our website, and you can fill in a contact card there uh, online, and you can listen to the back catalogue of podcasts, either this series or other series that we've done, and uh, listen to sermons too. Uh, we're we're moving on next time to the delectable mountains. Uh, um, so uh, mm. uh, we'll look forward to that and hope you can hope you can join us for that episode.